following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. Remember, we're live 9 to noon most of the time. It's very rare that we're not live. Uh, Pacific time, 9 to noon, every Saturday morning. Join us here. You're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be we're gonna the most exciting, entertaining, but only sometimes informative show on earth because we want to entertain and have fun and then be informative on top of that. Today, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to follow up on this Panera Bread lawsuit um, about these caffeine uh, lemonade, uh, Prince Harry lawsuit. We're talking about that. The one that I've talked about, our one that's really interesting, is the Alabama prisoners suing. You're going to be, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say shocked, but close to shocked to say, what? And I'm going to say, whatever happened to the old days of prisoners? Uh, then we're going to talk about uh, does Amazon guarantee delivery or not? There are lawsuits uh, uh, that may be flying about that issue. In fact, uh, there are. Uh, now, a Virginia man, who's, I mean, Virginia woman, mom, whose six-year-old son walks in and shoots his teacher. What happens to that Virginia mom? We're going to talk about that. And an actor being sued by a producer on Yellowstone. For what? We're going to talk about that, and that's another interesting one. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Denise, get ready. 855 729 I'm sorry. No, 529 yeah, 7234 Say it again. I've been out of it. Say it again. 855-529-7234. It's easy to remember. 855-LAW and radio. Uh, seek counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're just talking about general topics of law. This hour, we're going to do a case or no case, uh, at which time, by the way, last we uh, last hour's case or no case was excellent. You want to listen to it again if you haven't heard it. Go to our website, radiolawtalk.com, and you can click on the on the the shows that we've already had, and you can even do search by the name of you know whatever we put on as the main title, and it'll take you to that show and that specific. Topic like if we talk about Johnny Depp, or for example, um, you, you can look up Johnny Depp's name and it'll bring up the shows we talked about it and actually take you to the the segment what what hour it was. So we love our uh, radiolawtalk.com website. But Cal, they're here for one thing. You know that case or no case. Oh, all right, all yeah. right. Here, okay, okay. Yeah, here we go. No, here. I'm sorry. Oh, now it's time here. to play case or no case. Yeah, Cal, Cal was reading uh, his yeah. uh, novel. I was reading my case or no case, yeah. and now to Bradenton, Florida, for case or no case. Clarissa Ramon bought a home and had lived in it for about three years. Then she got a strange piece of registered mail. It was a demand letter from an attorney on behalf of end quote homeowners. It instructed her to call them immediately. It was a demand letter from an attorney on behalf of homeowners. It instructed her to call within four business days or face fines or penalties. What is this, she said. Then she remembered, wait a minute, we don't have an HOA. She reasoned that uh, you would think I would know about it if somebody, you know, if I joined one. So she said, somebody's just sending me a phony demand letter. What can I do? She called her attorney and said, I need some help here. This HOA seems to think they may have a legal case against me of some sort, and I'm not so sure. Do the homeowners have a case or no case? So, uh, Todd, we're going to go with you on this one. What do you think? So she receives this this out of the blue, in, out of the blue, something in the mail saying from quote homeowners, right? And and was it an attorney correspondence to her? Yes. Okay. And and she decided she's not going to respond to this, so she goes to her lawyer to say, what do I have? Right. Okay. So, yeah, is this legit? Do I have to deal with this in any way? That's what she was thinking. So. Okay. okay. So, look, right off the bat, uh, by the way, how old is this woman? She's in her late 30s. This is her first home. Okay, first home, late 30s. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat. A young homeowner in Florida, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. And it was Florida? Bradenton, Florida. Okay. Yes. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Florida, that is a huge piece of the puzzle for me because Florida 
is where a lot of elderly folks go to retire. Yep. And this whole thing seems to me like a scam. You send it, they, they don't really look up who the homeowner is, they just send it to a location claiming to be from an attorney. Um, this is This is trying to prey on the elderly that might not read and, and fears, oh my gosh, I can't lose my home, I'm old, what will I do? And then hoping that somebody will just respond to this, and, and now they're out this money. It's, the, it, it's like the scams that you get over the phone, that the elderly get over the phone, oh, I got arrested in Mexico, I need 5,000 bail money, but you have to send it Western Union, you know? And, and they go, they send it, and then they talk to their grandson three months later and say, hey, yeah, glad I could help you out of that jam. And the grand says, what are you talking about? I was never in Mexico or, or what have you. And so I think this is a scam. I think she goes to her attorney. The attorney says this is a scam. Um, but I will say that this ends up being a case. And the way that it ends up being a case is that the attorney decides to uh, – turn it over to law enforcement who then investigate it. So it's a case because the, they're investigating the person that sent the, uh, the notice to begin okay. with. I think that's So it's, yeah. it's a case, and it leads to a criminal investigation for fraud. Fair enough. Denise, what do you think about this? No case. Okay, that was easy. Fred, what do you think about this? See, I was thinking no case, too, because it's just too bizarre, as in there's, you didn't give us a, uh, enough facts. You're not telling us exactly... You know, whether or not this was a homeowner's that was part of her homeowner's association, whether when she bought the house, whether she had a homeowner's, which we don't know. Um, so I, it's just there's the fact there's not enough facts. Well, so. she said she didn't have one. She said, I never joined one. So we knew that that was in the that was in the setup. OK. Just and then she gets she gets a letter. And but the letters from a lawyer. Right. Correct. Same so here. that's the only thing that I'm thinking the lawyer a, a lawyer wouldn't write a letter unless there's, unless there's really a homeowner's because that they're going to be disbarred. If it's a fraud and the lawyer's sending a letter, that lawyer's going to get disfraud. If he intentionally defrauded them, he's going to get, or he or she's going to get. I get letters from lawyers all the time, like from Canada and stuff, saying you have the same last name as my former client who died and ha really? has all this big, huge life estate. And blah, blah, but blah, why blah, blah, that in the United States, why would they send a threatening letter to an individual if there were no homeowners. I think what she did, let me tell you, let me tell you the backstory. I think she bought this house and she just signed papers. You know you go in there and you sign the papers when you buy a house or something? Sure. And just signed away and didn't know that there was an actual homeowners as part of this place and she had no idea. And so therefore she wasn't pay making homeowners payments, wasn't doing anything like that. And finally, the lawyer for the homeowners association said, "You gotta pay, and and you're owed money." So that's a scenario. It was a lawsuit filed against this lady? Uh, I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Denise and say it's a scenario, but not a case. Okay. Well, I'm, I can give you the answer. It's not a very long one. Let me sure. give you the answer. It is a true story, but no case. Clarissa's yes. attorney picked up the phone and called the office of the attorney who wrote the demand letter and told them they are demanding uh, something that you need to show proof of. You need to sh prove to me, the lawyer said, that she is part of an HOA because when she bought the place, she never joined one. The lawyer said, if you can't prove the existence of her membership, you have no power over her, so stop now or I'm reporting you to the bar. Her attorney it. said it was a good thing she had counsel call for her because apparently under Florida law, if she had called, she would be acknowledging the homeowner's authority over her, he said. Kind of a weird theory, wow. but that's what he said. So there was a homeowner's association. She just didn't sign anything She did not it. belong to which, it. Yeah. Which, which may be why they send them directly to the person to do that, hoping that if they make the call, now they de facto that's admit bizarre. that it is. I don't know. I think that lawyer doing that, that's questionable. All right, we'll be back. We're going to talk about some uh, more cases when we come back, especially the Panera Bread lemonade case. And by the way, next hour on Case or No Case, the guy who said, I'll just pay my Amex bill with my association funds once. What could go wrong? That's next hour on Case or No Case. Stay tuned as Radio Law Talk continues.
Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been developed. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4537-802-341-4537-802-341-4537-802-341-4537 What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term. They're copies of your previous unpaid bills. I'll send you a weekly reminder until they're all paid. Oh, stop it. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. All righty, ready, ready, ready. We're going to talk about this. It's sad thing about Panera Bread. So Panera Bread has a lemonade. I'm going to call it like a caffeinated lemonade that a gal uh, brought a lawsuit, uh, the first lawsuit in October 20-year-old uh, Sarah Katz at the University of Pennsylvania died because there's too much supposed caffeine 
in and 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 the issue or argument there was it was not it was confusing as to whether or not this was a caffeinated or not caffeinated drink, among other things. So that lawsuit was filed, and now another individual by the last name of Brown uh, has brought uh, in Florida died from what they're alleging is a caffeinated charge drink at Panera. Don't forget, these are allegations. Just because they drank this does not necessarily mean that their heart attack was specifically caused by that. And even if it was, whether or not there was proper notice given uh, you know, of drinking these caffeinated lemonade, which, by the way, is approximately the same um, you know, charge caffeine amount as a Red Bull and Monster Energy drink combined. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of caffeine. And, and, but the question is, are they liable? Is there a causal connection to their deaths? And um, whether or not the, these drinks are causing them to die. And th- this is all, as lawyers, this is all going to be expert testimony. And then it's going to get into, let's assume it did, the death was caused by this. The question is, w- were they put on notice? Did they know and dr- knowingly drink it themselves? Well, what's the difference between someone you know, taking two energy drinks and pounding those down, Right. Um, so are those energy drinks liable because they drank two of the energy drinks when they weren't supposed to? Were that, this, there's a little bit of background story to this that Todd's going to bring up about this individual who the family is now suing uh, a wrong, on a wrongful death case here. Yeah, you know, the uh, Dennis Brown is the individual that died uh, recently now. The, the little bit of a time gap here between the date that the girl, the 21-year-old, died and Dennis Brown her incident her case happened uh, at shortly after she had left Panera she got back to her apartment she died this was back in September of 22 for her and the family just filed a lawsuit in October uh, of this year the Dennis Brown died October 9th of this year so he died about 13 months after had a similar situation I think what's going to be interesting is to see if more people come forward how many others had similar situations between September of 2022 and now uh, October of 2023? I think people will be looking into that, see if there's a frequency, some causality um, issues like that. But Dennis Brown was also in the lawsuit alleges that he had an unspecified chromosomal disorder, ADHD, uh, a developmental delay, and mild intellectual disability. Those are all mentioned in the complaint. So I guess... The, the question here is, and I, I, maybe in the complaint it's being alleged that, look, even if they had given these things, is he somebody that would have understood that? Would he have understood what was in it so that he could take measures to, uh, to protect himself? According to the complaint, he worked at a supermarket right next to the Panera and for about a week had been drinking these energy drinks from Panera. He started doing that and died of a heart attack on his walk home from Panera. Yeah, there's apparently some sort of, you can join a club or something yes. where you can drink, you get free drinks, or it's only so much for a refill, and that was the issue. Interest, but, interestingly, this, this lawsuit for him, even though it happened in Florida, the lawsuit is brought in the state of Delaware. Now, for a reason we probably all know as attorneys, but uh, why, why would you think it's brought in the state of Delaware? Because that's where the corporate headquarters are. That is correct. <laughs> I think what is it? Delaware. More incorporations occur in the state of Delaware than any other state, and uh, and, and that's so. So they brought the lawsuit in the uh, jurisdiction of the headquarters. Is there an advantage um, to doing that? Like, is there like a, a easier proof on negligence or something like that? I you know I I don't know. I, I don't, Fred, I, I mean, I, what was that? What was that question? Is, is there an, what is the advantage? Look, I get that you could bring the lawsuit in Florida where it happened. You could bring the lawsuit in Delaware where they actually did. What's the advantage of bringing it in the state of the company where the company's incorporated? Well, uh, well, first of all, sometimes you're required to, depending on the, the state and the Fed, and the, on a federal case, you can, there are, there are ways you can choose different areas you can bring lawsuits. It's not just one specific area. It depends where, you know, where the company is based out of, right? A lot of times what the attorneys will do, they'll look at the jurisdiction and see. By the way, which a lot of people don't know, many people, many of these uh, mass tort cases, a number of them are, are filed in Mississippi. 
Because don't forget, they're federal cases, and uh, they're filed in Mississippi because sometimes attorneys believe it's a better venue. Um, but, yeah, it's... It, maybe, mis- maybe the corporate headquarters, that's where their biggest assets are located, too. Yeah, I, I don't know, and I don't, I, I don't... I'd have to delve into this deeper to understand why. Well, obviously, because that's where they are. They are, their corporation is. But there are other areas that you can bring the lawsuit, not just on where they're incorporated. So I, I don't... I have. The answer is it depends, right? Like we always say, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look into that deeper. But the interesting thing to me is, you know, where where does this slippery slope end, right? Uh, does you know is Red Bull going to be sued for someone that drinks two of them, pounds two of them right in a row, which is the same amount of caffeine that this lemonade has? And the issue, I believe, I don't remember all the details when we talked about Sarah Katz's case, the University of Pennsylvania student who died. Yeah. She had a kind of a pre-existing thing where she, the, the, she's not supposed to drink a whole bunch of caffeine because of her pre-existing condition. Yeah, her, her claim, she didn't aware, she, they're, they're right. she was not aware how much caffeine because she had this condition and typically avoided caffeinated beverages. Right, and I think their argument was, from what I recall, was that... The where it was listed on the menu was close to where nor- the normal drinks were, and she thought it was a normal drink, not a caffeinated one. So, well, we'll see. A lot of it has to do with notice and et cetera, et cetera. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Prince Harry and this weird Alabama prison case. You are listening to Radio Law Talk on many great local radio stations, border to border and coast to coast all across America, and we thank every one of you. And we also are being played at radiolawtalk.com. So if your station gives up the show, you can go there. Or if you want to podcast the show at your own convenience, they're all available there at no charge. All Radio Law Talk episodes will be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Boys are weird. Are you people out of your mind? Now now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. All right, I'm not one of those that follows Prince Harry, Prince Edward, Prince something, Prince this one, Prince that one. I'm not one of those follower dudes, but apparently there's two cases here. One Prince Harry, Denise wins. And one he loses, is that correct? Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Okay, well, tell <laughs> us just, Denise, generally about what these cases are about. Start with the one where he wins, uh, wins 140 pounds. Yeah, 140,000. 140,000, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, well, there's a phone hacking case against the Daily Mirror. And the allegations were that they had intercepted his telephone, and his calls and messages, and that they had used those in articles that they had written against him. And um, that's it. he didn't win all of it because there were 33 different newspaper articles in question, but he was awarded money for 15 out of the 33 articles in question. And the judge found that he had suffered a distress and aggravated damages Um, reflecting the particular hurt and sense of outrage over the fact that the two directors at the Trinity Mirror knew about the activity of eavesdropping, if you will, and didn't stop it. So they did tie it to the principles of this this company. So he won $140,000 in pounds. $140,000, pounds, which is about $180,000. And he testified. And he did testify. So... You know, usually they don't keep the money. They usually give it to charity. But it just, th- I'm not sure he gave this one to charity. So we'll, we'll follow that and find P- out. Probably used it to pay his attorney's fees. That's probably true. Yeah. What's the second one? What's the second one about? The second one is a, a little more esoteric. Um, apparently that he had filed um, a, a defamation lawsuit against the Daily Mail publisher. And he was seeking... Um, uh, you know, uh, damages for something that 
was attributed to him um, saying that uh, he was very upset that he couldn't protect his family when he was in the UK and that he was because they would not protect his family the security detail would not protect his family of the royals then he felt compelled to leave the United States or United Kingdom sorry and um, the judge found that the particular article in question was based on statements that were um, like a, a from the prince himself or from his person making the statements on his behalf and that they were probably not libelous and that the um, the Daily Mail publisher was more likely than not be able to defend and and win this lawsuit. So he ordered, this is on a motion. Yes. He ordered 60,000 pounds for the prince to pay the other side's attorney fees on a motion. Prince to pay. Sounds like yes, a... Yes, prince lost this one. Or it'll get appealed more than likely, but... Yeah, so the case hasn't been decided. I mean, look, they, they still have to actually have their day in court to find out whether or not the Daily Mail is libel. Uh, did, did, it, did they publish something that was libelous towards Prince Harry? He was just nailed with his $60,000 for bringing a motion to have that defense punted. And the court said, no, no. He, he, no, he that, you got to pay for it. But well, did they say because you have to pay for the attorney fees on the other side is what they're saying? It, it yes. was 60000 in legal fees to pay for having wow. to defend against motion. the motion, which, right. is, which is interesting. That's a lot of money. That's a lot. 60,000 pounds. That is what close to eighty thousand. Yeah, but the, here's the point. The point is, I've I've seen judges. Okay, you've been, you know, this this attorney made, did this motion, and you, you had to defend it, or you 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 had to do whatever. And then the, the judge is like, here's fifteen hundred dollars, twenty five hundred dollars. I don't never seen sixty thousand pounds or whatever you know, it was I, eighty. I don't know. I, I I wonder if again, I don't practice law in in across the pond. Uh, but I wonder if part of it was, look, everything that you've raised in your motion is a trial issue. And and it, it, it kind of made it seem like trying to have that defense punted might have been a frivolous motion. Like, why are you challenging this? Because if I believe you, there's still going to be a trial. This is something that a jury or a judge, if you don't have a jury, they're going to have to decide. You, you can't get this case punted at this stage. And if, if you want to try, do so at your own peril. You've, cut, you've taken a lot of time and a lot of money spent to adjudicate something that is still going to be a trial issue. Yeah, it looks like it could be somewhat akin to a motion for summary judgment. Yes where um, there is a dispute as to a material fact, and thus it can't be granted, right? So there is some factual dispute that must be decided by the judge or the jury. Um, so this is going to be an interesting one. I think we need to keep our eyes on this. Yeah. I want to see what happens in this one. Todd, as a former prosecutor and public defender, what's the purpose of prison? Prison... The purpose of jail is to act as a deterrent to future criminal conduct. That's probably the primary reason. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you've heard the phrase, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what it's steeped in. Prison, prison isn't supposed to be a friendly place, pleasant, where you all hold hands and sing kumbaya. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be uncomfortable. Well, back in the old days, they used to have the chain gangs. And, you know, just my wife, as she drives, she says, why don't we have the prisoners, you know, you go by the freeways, it's, there's litter everywhere. Why aren't we having the prisoners out there picking that litter up? I, I, some do. I guess they do. But some don't. Well, here's a lawsuit in Alabama. The Alabama prisoners and former prisoners are bringing a, a, a lawsuit saying it's modern day slavery, what they have to go through while they work, while they're in prison. So they're saying, Fred, they are unhappy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're, we're, we're unhappy in prison. Yes, that's no, exactly right. They're saying, right. stuck on the chain gang. Oh, don't you know? <laughs> that's the sound of so, the So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> let's talk about this. So they, they're saying also that they're being punished if they refuse to work while they're in prison. Oh, come on. Yep. And or if they tell other people just don't work, they're punished. Oh, stop it. Yes, that they're being entrapped. Often for little or no money. Wait a minute, why are they getting paid at all? No yeah. money? Little or no, but, but hmm. they do get paid. Ready for this? Hmm. 
They're getting paid two dollars an hour, and that's a travesty for these prisoners. Two dollars mm-hmm. a day. A day. Two dollars a day. And that's a travesty. You are a loser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, the allegations are pretty pretty big. They say they have to work outside in thirty or forty degree weather. That in um, freezer in freezers in freezers cutting, not outside. Yeah, right. cutting cutting up meat cutting up meat. meat and all of that, yeah, yeah. and that the um, the businesses themselves are gaining and profiting from their forced labor. So what? And that <laughs> if they don't work or if they uh, complain, they're denied parole. This is no fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're basically it's a convicted leasing system. They're saying, but. I didn't. I thought prison was supposed to be hard labor and you know reasons that you're not supposed to. Remember the guy uh, Joe Aparo, which I don't agree yeah. with everything. Would have uh, the prisoners wear pink. All the the men prisoners would have to wear pink. Yes, and and he'd put them out in tents in Arizona and make it so it's not easy. Now, look, there's there's a couple of things about prison. Look, you want it to be a deterrent to future criminal behavior and stuff. But the the prisons also have a task on their hand, which is to make sure that people don't raise a ruckus when they're in prison. Look, and one of the best ways to do that is if people do have some sort of task, a job that they're supposed to do. I have no problem with the prisoner with the prison paying a an hourly wage to a prison. Like it's not minimum wage, it's it's small and they're in in a lot of jails, there are commissaries that the prisoners can then go and and buy you know, ramen and little things that they can use. I've got no problem with that because it keeps them busy. And and if prisoners aren't busy, that's when you know what happens. Well, what do they want to hear? Is yep. Yep. failure to communicate. <laughs> That's true. And, and what difference does it make what they have the prisoners doing as long as it's not injurious or life threatening right. or it's not right. going to hurt them? What difference does it make to have them working in a in a business doing something and then coming back? Quite frankly, there are other prisoners like. You mean you get to get out of these walls every day to go do something and then get to come back? Watch the Shawshank Redemption. Should debunk all of this. Yeah, and here's the thing. They're arguing Alabama makes almost a half a billion dollars from prison labor in 2023. Well, good. Why don't you guys start paying for what we as taxpayers have to pay for, right? Now, I'm going to throw out a caveat. I don't get how this is because people are going to yell at the, the, the people that are bringing this lawsuit if they hear this. They are arguing that there are racial issues here undertones that it's discriminatory against uh, black inmates compared to white. I don't know how that is, but let's at least throw those kudos out and say, if it truly is um, discriminatory, that should not That's happen. a problem. That's yeah. a problem. That's but I'm exactly hearing right. that the state leases out the labor and then marks it up from the private sure, company. Sure, why not? And that's okay. The I, prison has costs. What, and they got costs. They got to cover it instead of the taxpayers. We'll be back after this with a lot more from Radio Law Talk. You are listening to Radio Law Talk, and we thank you. We'll be right back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cattle shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. 
We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated old bathroom. No more slipping and hurting. No more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. have a problem you're out of order the whole trial is out of order they're out of order radio law talk i like that show this is radio law talk with frederick penny so we've got amazon that a, a lawsuit has been filed in uh, from an indiana resident that is claiming that they you could click on apparently amazon and i'm not a big shopper. My wife does more Amazon than I do, but you can click that it's going to be shipped within a certain time period, within what, four hours or something to that effect, uh, a four-hour window that, that they can uh, click on that for extra money, and it's an extra two ninety nine according to this Indiana resident, that uh, it, it, their, their package was not delivered within that four-hour minimum. Just, I guess, like the Domino's uh, used to say, guaranteed delivery time of a certain amount of time, or it's, you get half off or something to that effect. Um, but they're saying that is the attorneys that are trying to bring this case, and it's going to be a consumer lawsuit for potentially um, a mass tort case, what I, what I call. Uh, Amazon has now brought a motion before the U.S. judge to dismiss this nationwide consumer class action case. Uh, I, and that's what the judge is, is, is looking at at this time. But the issue is, is they're guaranteed within a four-hour period. When you click, it says apparently within a four-hour period. And I don't know that. I've never seen that. I'm sure it's there because that's why they're arguing that. Uh, but Amazon says, quote, for transactions that are covered by a delivery guarantee, the contract states 19 different times that the guarantee extends only to delivery on the promised date, not within those four hours. And Amazon said, look, this doesn't say it once. It says it, you know, multiple times, uh, 19 different times in their agreement with the uh, consumer. 
So they're trying to throw it out on a motion, you know, at the very beginning. They're just kicking it out without even going to, to court, and they have not decided this issue yet. But uh, interesting, this uh, the plaintiffs are saying that that you know, they're standing by their allegations in the complaint that uh, there are, uh, um, you know, multiple times this has probably occurred, and uh, if they don't deliver it within that four-hour period, they have breached the contract and or um, violation of Washington State's consumer protection law. Now, it's probably based out of Washington somehow. That not that where Washington is, where Amazon's based out of? It, it started up in Seattle. That's where uh, okay. Bezos yeah. Used, yeah. used to live. Right, right, right. And so that's why I think uh, what's going on. So, But this is the very beginning of this case. We don't know all the details yet, but we're just going to tell you it's starting out and We'll see if you click on that four hour, if that means the day, that day it comes, or within that four hours. Well, and a lot of this is really, I hate to say it, but remember the famous case, it depends on what the word is means, right? right? It, and, and that is very similar here to what we're talking about. I'm, I'm looking at Amazon's policy on delivery guarantees. And it, what they're saying is, we offer guaranteed delivery, this is right from their website, on certain delivery speeds and select products. And what they also say is, if we provide a guaranteed delivery date and a delivery attempt isn't made on that date, we'll refund any shipping fees associated with that order. So it's not that they're necessarily guaranteeing the delivery. They're guaranteeing a delivery attempt well, if you're not home and it's something you have to sign for, if it's a window and you're gone and they make the attempt, then they're arguing we, we, we've met our burden. Yeah. The attempt was made. If no attempt is made to deliver it all within the window, they refund. And it, that's going to be where this really parses out. Does this say four hours on that? I've never seen no, that. No, I says... don't think it says anything about hours. What happens <coughs> after you do the Amazon right. uh, order, it tells you the date. Right. Then you get updates, like it's going to be delivered within this time frame. Right. And then that time frame shifts from time to time. Right. So that's what it is. I, I think that they're right that it is a guaranteed date, but not necessarily a guaranteed time. And then, as Todd said, it's an attempted uh, guaranteed date. We attempted it, not necessarily it, delivered it. And the other issue that they – this is from Amazon's website – is, look, when you, when you place – an order, you put it into your uh, checkout, your shopping cart, right? A, a order within timer starts counting down. And if you don't place the order within that, you could run into issues of, look, you waited 15 minutes, and that 15 minutes, that item sold out. If you, want, if, if you had ordered within a certain time frame, then, then we can do the guarantee. But if you didn't order within a certain time frame, the guaranteed delivery attempt on that date could be um yeah let me tell suspect. you amazon denise i don't know about you do you that i don't live i live in a more rural area they are really good i'm telling you i just uh, not to give them kudos man i think they're better than all the other delivery companies they are pretty darn good they get it pretty quick they do and they and when you order it especially now at christmas it'll have uh, if you order it now, you're going to get it before Christmas. If you don't, right. then you won't get it till after Christmas. Right. I mean, they're really, really pretty accurate. Well, my lump of coal I've ordered for you guys are supposed to come after Christmas. Do and they still have same day in some markets? Because they're in some markets where they had same day delivery. That's a huge thing. Well, here's the thing, Cal, is what yeah. it says on there. It depends on the item, and it depends on... You know, a number of things because mm -hmm. don't forget they have they have warehouses. Yeah, the like, fulfillment. Yeah, the fulfillment warehouse. And if it's close to an address, then they're going to say they're going to get it, and it's got to be in that warehouse. And I'll, I'll, I bet you that it's got. They know the items that are in that warehouse sitting there that can be delivered that quick. But if it's not in the warehouse, it takes time. My my son ordered something about a month ago. It came same day. He ordered it in the morning on a Saturday. He got it by three o'clock that afternoon. Yeah, that's, that's huge. A, that's and happened. Yeah, it, it's and it's because they have the the wish fulfillment centers, the the locations, and his was over. It, it just so happened that product was in Sacramento. So they so they delivered it. Wow. Yeah, that's true. There's so there's centers everywhere. The Amazon drivers really like to come to our house because right now we're doing a, a mm -hmm. ad addition to our house, and there's a porta potty outside. Uh, and they, nice. I swear, every single day, the Amazon drivers come up to our area, park, 
and use the porta potty. And then they deliver after they use the porta potty to you. <laughs> I don't. They don't always deliver. It's like they to deliver us. twice. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> hey, you know what's interesting too, though. I've seen so many, right. so many puns and stuff on social media about <clears throat> someone saying, uh, you know, my husband or my wife's delivery arrived. Her Amazon deliveries arrived. It shows one of those cargo ships. Yeah. You know? It just there's so many puns about that. And then the drones. What about the drone thing? Uh, That's the future. Isn't that amazing? Well, they're starting to do that in some areas, I know, a few areas. But uh, I think I, it's like that's going to be great when it's a more rural area. Yeah, there's one you that know? caught. Yeah, there, the, uh, ISIS saw a, a video on, on about an Amazon employee that brought their packages. And what do they do with the packages when they set them down? They take a picture. picture. And then she took the picture. And then gathered them up and didn't know that there was a uh, camera. The, the ring, ring video. The ring video. She, and then gathered them up and took them back to her car. Oh. And so, you know, say, hey, the, here's their deliver. And the guy came back. The, she brought one more and was doing the same thing. And he started talking to her on the ring video. And it was interesting to see, you know, so be careful of that. So and that I'll, was a theft scheme? You're yeah, it was a theft yeah. scheme, wow. apparently. You know, she would do that, take pictures, and then take it back and take it home and then it say... It might not have been necessarily an Amazon delivery, right? No, it was an actual... They had the coat. They had everything. Oh, wow. They had the packages bringing it. They were bringing them in. Wow. It was an Amazon person. They take the pictures and then grab... Now, look, 99.99999% of the Amazon people are, are great, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, in every profession, there's someone. But it was interesting to see that. Uh, and at least the allegations, allegations that she was doing. And now they're being subjected to crime themselves, people attacking their trucks. Right. And, I mean, yeah. so, you know, right. we've got to be... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, just, we'll be back. Well, go ahead. I just think it's interesting. People view Amazon, and at first blush, they would think that they're an online retailer. Amazon is secondary retailer. They are a shipping company. The same way McDonald's is really a real estate company. McDonald's corporate. They own the yep. land. They do everything. They sell Amazon is a shipping company. That's right. why they. That's why they operated a loss for years because they knew it would take time to build shipping up to the point that it competes with UPS, the United States Postal Service, FedEx. They are a shipping company. Right. And they do we'll a great job. I don't care what the man. Yeah. They're awesome. All right, we'll be back uh, hour three with a case or no case from Cal. It changed the world, didn't they? We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk at uh, six minutes after the next hour. And to hear it, all you have to do is stay where you are. Most great local radio stations carry all three hours. If yours doesn't, you can go live to radiolawtalk.com. And if it's outside our 9 to noon Saturday window, you can listen to every episode. Just click on it and stream it, and it's all free. All for you at radiolawtalk.com. Radio Law Talk and radiolawtalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.